Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl, a podcast that is all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. Well, hey, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm glad you're here. So I've got kind of a fun update for you all. Will and I are formally, formally, formally in the biz of selling antiques and vintage. I've been selling for a while on my own via my website and, of course, social media, but Will and I finally decided that we really wanted to have an avenue to sell bigger pieces of furniture, bigger finds than just sort of the smaller decorative antiques and vintage that I've been selling off my own channels. So we now have two antique booths at two antique malls in Dallas. And it's been really fun. You know, the industry is really changing. I think 2020 really changed, I think, for the good. Sort of the landscape of selling antiques and vintage particularly is you know, supply chain still continues to be a little bit of an issue, but it's been very fun to have the perspective of really digging in and learning the culture of selling in an antique mall. Um, I've shared with you all in past episodes, you know, as a shopper or an observer of antique malls, I had that perspective, but it's been real interesting to be on sort of the other side of the table and be a dealer and really reflect on how social media impacts, can impact selling at an antique mall. Over the last few months, I have had lots and lots of requests from antique malls to teach dealers how to utilize Instagram to sell and to market their individual businesses and then sort of by extension, the antique mall itself. And I love doing these workshops. They're great fun. I love meeting other dealers. I love the interaction. And, you know, you all know I'm a a teacher at heart. I love helping people uh, understand something that seems complicated, you know, break it down into smaller pieces and help them become, um, feel successful and then become confident in marketing their antique or vintage business on Instagram. Hey y'all, it's Mary the Curious Cowgirl. If you are a dealer at an antique mall, perhaps you're the manager of an antique mall, and you are interested in training for your dealers on how to really successfully market individual booths, and then by extension, your mall more generally, please reach out to me. My email is marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. If your mall is within the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area, I'm available to teach in person. If you are outside of that area, then Zoom workshops are available too. Workshops include training on everything from content, content organization, images, captions, hashtags, tagging, and so much more. Email me at marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com and let's get a workshop scheduled for your antique mall.
But I wanted to record this episode addressing a question that I always, always, always get asked in any presentation that I do. And I sort of uh, wait for someone to ask the question. I know that it's going to get asked, but I always sort of hold back and wait to see um, and wait for somebody to ask the question. And so this is the topic of today's episode. Should you have a personal Instagram account or should you have a business Instagram account? It's a really good question. And for most of the, the folks that I am teaching in the context of a workshop in an antique mall, most of the participants already have an Instagram account set up. They may not, um, you know, it may be personal, it may be business, but most people already have one set up. And so I think in order to answer this question, I think we need to take a step back. And I'm, gl- I'm glad to have this podcast forum because I think we can go a little deeper than I really can in a workshop setting with, you know, more limited time. So let's talk a little bit about just fundamentally the difference between a personal account and a, um, and a business account on Instagram. So let me say that Instagram tends to change sort of what they do and what they call things. And in the last year, Instagram has done a lot of changing, which is not a bad thing. But it used to be a little more cut and dried with Instagram. Either you had a personal account or you had a business account. And now personal is still an option, but the business option now has a couple of different names. It could be a creator account. It could be a business account. It could be something else, depending on when you're listening to this recording. They, they've sort of sliced and diced the quote, business account to be a number of different things. But at the end of the day, you still are sort of making a decision between personal and business. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what is the advantage or disadvantage of of either. So personal, there's no necessarily, um, there's no disadvantage to having a personal account. The only thing you need to keep in mind is you do not have access to some of the bells and whistles that Instagram offers when you have a personal account. So what are those bells and whistles? Well, again, some of those bells and whistles change, but probably the most fundamental tool that you are given if you have whatever version of business they're calling it these days, business, you know, creator, you know, whatever, is access to analytics. Um, So, why does that matter? Well, I would say, generally speaking, for most small business owners, looking at your analytics is not probably something that's going to really make or break what you're doing on Instagram. Analytics are really helpful for larger businesses, for people who are influencers and they're working with brands because they can really drill down and see the demographics of the people that are following them, their age, location, uh, times of the day that they're on Instagram. I would say that for most smaller businesses, I I don't know that that information is is really all that critical. Um, I think there's other aspects of of, um, operating a successful Instagram account for a small business owner that are way more important, um, you know, consistency on the platform being the number one. 
So I don't know that having access to your um, analytics is all that critical. I will tell you all that I started my Curious Cowgirl Instagram account, I believe it was in 2017. And I rarely, rarely look at my analytics. Um, you know, I, I have in the past, but because I'm not trying to work with brands, um, because my objective is different than, um, you know, kind of really drilling down on the age of the people who are looking at, you know, what I'm selling, I don't really look at analytics that much. Now, having said that, I do uh, provide some social media services to a few individual dealers and a couple of malls, and I do utilize analytics to provide reports to them about what their engagement is, how many people are liking and following them, that kind of thing. And I wouldn't have access to that information if those accounts were personal and not business. So kind of food for thought. So as you think about then your own Instagram account, I think the second thing we need to talk about is kind of where are you in terms of frequency of usage of Instagram? And here's why that consideration is important. So in in past episodes, which I will link to in the show notes if you're interested, I've talked a lot about the importance of consistency on the platform. And so as you kind of consider whether or not your account needs to be personal or business, I think you need to kind of reflect on how frequently are you on the platform. If you have a personal account, and you're very rarely on Instagram, then it really doesn't make any difference. My counsel to you would be, if you are very infrequently on and your intention is to start using Instagram uh, much more consistently and aggressively, I would just start a new account and, and choose whatever version of business Instagram offers. If you are using your Instagram account fairly regularly and it is a personal account, then here's what I think you need to think about. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised when I actually see this sort of out in the wild, so to speak, but, and I don't take this as a criticism. I think people just don't really realize what they're doing. But a lot of people who have personal accounts, their accounts are private, set to private, meaning people have to request to follow you and you have to accept them so they can see your content. And if your purpose in utilizing Instagram is to use it to market your business, I cannot imagine why you would want your account to be set to private. You want everybody to be able to see what you're posting, right? And requesting to follow someone, you know, is kind of, makes, I think, the average user go, well, then that's not really a business. That's kind of a private personal account. So I, I think you need to kind of think about that. Now, if you've been using your Instagram account, and it's a personal account, and you've got a lot of photos on there that are, I don't know, of things you don't want the wide world to see, maybe it's your children, your grandchildren, I don't know, whatever it is, then I think you really have to make a decision about starting a new Instagram account that's, you know, a business account. Because anything we post on Instagram in our feed is there permanently. Now, you could certainly go in and delete everything if you wanted to, but you may want sort of that pictorial record of your life, so to speak, that you've, you know, sort of curated up till today. And maybe you just want to start fresh. So those are just some things to think about. But 
again, if you decide to stick with your personal Instagram account and just kind of build on it going forward, it needs to be open to the public. It, 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 you cannot have a private account. I'm just saying. I just think that's um, very unwise and sort of, um, I don't know, would make all the work that you're getting ready to do kind of all for naught because most people on Instagram are not going to request to follow a private account. Or if they do request to follow you, you know, they would be doing it because they know you. Um, Because again, they can't see anything you're posting unless you give them access. So it's not like they're attracted to your account because of what they've seen you post because they can't see it unless it's open to the public. I hope that, I hope that makes sense to you all. So I think that's a, you know, a pretty important consideration right at the outset. The other thing that you may want to take into consideration is how many followers you have. Now, I always say this from a, you know, say this anytime I'm doing a workshop and that is sort of the vanity aspect of how many followers you have. So I want to say this um, in this episode as well. How many followers you have doesn't have anything to do with um, how valuable the things are that you're selling, the quality of what you're selling, the quality of your business. It doesn't reflect on you as a person. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. And so if you have a, on some level, so if you have a personal account and you have in your estimation, a decent number of followers, then I think you need to think about who are those followers? Are they really the people who would be buying from you? You may have a whole bunch of followers that are friends and family and cousins and people you went to high school with or college with, and they may not be your ideal customer. I think most of us that sell in antique malls, that's a very destination or geographically specific place to sell. Typically, we're selling to people who walk in the door of the antique mall. And I know there are some people who do offer shipping. There are some malls that offer shipping, but I think by and large, Antique malls are places that really, you know, are selling to people who physically walk in the mall. And so as you look at your followers, again, I think you need to kind of think about where are they in the wide world? You know, are they in your same town? So maybe they would be customers or are they just kind of people that you've known in life and they're all over the place? And if if it's, you know, people you've known all your life and they're all over the place, then I'm not really sure that that's a, sort of a valuable um, th- thing to think about as far as the number of followers you have. And in a way, you really are kind of starting over again. You want to cultivate followers that are in your same geographic area if you're going to use Instagram to market your booth in an antique mall. So those are just sort of all, you know, kind of considerations. And I, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to say that there's no right or wrong I think um, just marketing on Instagram in general is kind of squarely in the category of right (laughs) for a business. But if you really are sort of ambivalent about it and you're like, "Mm, I could kind of go either way, you know, Mary, what's your counsel? My counsel is you need to have a a business account. Uh, It's free just because it's a creator account or a business account. Again, whatever they're calling it on the opposite side of the fence from personal. It's free just like a personal account is. But I just think it's good to start off there. Um, for those of you all who are um, maybe more interma- intermediate to advanced Instagram users, I can't say this with like a thousand percent certainty, but I'm but I'm pretty darn sure. <laughs> Let me say that if you are at the point in your um, Instagram life that you are wanting to start creating reels, 
there's definitely a difference in the music that you are able to access between a personal account and then on the opposite side of the fence, a creator account or a business account or whatever. Why does that matter? Well, because one of the aspects of creating a successful reel is choosing music that a lot of people are choosing and listening to when they look at reels. It's kind of one of the things that helps you increase your reach. And the music that you have access to is different on the personal side of the fence versus the business or creator side of the fence. If you're just now starting out with your Instagram marketing, I don't want you to have feel like your blood pressure's going up or think, oh my gosh, what's she talking about? I don't know what she's talking about. I just wanted to throw that in for those of you all who are more intermediate to advanced Instagram users. I mean, maybe on a personal level, you're doing a lot of reels or you've been playing around with it. And now you're like, mm, I think I want to do that for my business. I just wanted you to kind of consider the availability of trending music on the side of the fence of business or creator. Um, you don't have the same options on the personal side of the fence. So just kind of another point of consideration. So at the end of the day, again, my recommendation is all things being equal, it's always better to have a business Instagram account than utilizing your personal. But if you want to use the personal Instagram account that you've already established and kind of build on what you've been doing, then it needs to be set to public. It needs the settings need to be so that anybody can see what you're posting. Otherwise, kind of what's the point, right? Okay, I hope that helps you all sort of think about how you want to begin building your um, your marketing strategy on Instagram. There is not a day that goes by that I do not see sales related to the marketing that I've done for my antique and vintage business on Instagram, and I hope the same will happen for you. All right, I look forward to talking to y'all again soon.